Welcome to Tea with Culture. I'm Mahin Lazena and uh, with me is Wa'el Hattar and today's episode was recorded on the 13th of December. Hey Wa'el. Hello. So we're here to talk about the films we saw yesterday. It wasn't a long film viewing day yesterday. Yes, on our fourth day we managed to, to catch the, both The Assassin as well as The Clan. Yes. Um, do you want to start? Because we both had very different views on The Assassin. Should we start with the positive or the negative? Um, look, I mean, uh, not necessarily negative or positive, it's just different directions. You really uh, clicked to the film like it was one of your favorites, and I did not connect with it at all. And I guess it's it's our complete opposite of, of, of youth, where it was one of my favorites and it didn't click to you at all. So the same way we had discussed that yesterday, I guess, this is the, the um, kind of the, the, the turn of it. Um, I guess you can always start with the good things. So you were telling me earlier that for you, you it's the first time I've seen a film by this director, so you're more aware of his films. And for you, uh, the kind of the openness of interpretation uh, is something common that you were expecting, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, only it's only been the past few months where I've uh, watched some of his films. There's a whole lot more I need to see. And I loved every film I've seen by him. And um, and when The Assassin was announced uh, and it won Best Director at Cannes Film Festival, you know, I've been waiting since then to watch it. But, yeah, I mean, I just thought it was, a, it was beautiful and I don't think I expected anything less from uh, how Xiao Xian. I never, I'm still sorry if I'm not pronouncing his name right. And so, yeah, visually it looked beautiful and there was something kind of very gentle. You know, the, even the breeze and the sound of the wind played a part in the film for me. And, uh, yeah, there's this mystery that, that seems... It, it's, it's a dense film in, in terms of... I feel like there's a lot of backstory that isn't evident to us when we're watching it the first time. And it's one of those where, you know, I'm, I'm, there's this dialogue in my head and I feel there's a dialogue between the director and the viewer. And, you know, you, you're left to either interpret or think or question... Uh, uh, with what's what's going on, and um, yeah, and I leave the film with a lot more yeah. questions and more. I want to look into it and I want to see the film again after maybe I've done some reading about it and and go back into it. And that's what I enjoy about the film. And just there's always something going on, and and it's storytelling through colors, mm. through movement, through visuals, through composition. And and in that sense, I thought it was um, just a beautiful film. Okay, um, I agree with you on the beauty. I was sitting there admiring the details of the costume making of of all of the the complete art form that was all involved in it. But I guess from my end, if if it was if it didn't have the translation kind of or dialogue less, I might have appreciated it more. I really did not link or connect at all with any of the characters or the storytelling. I was even more confused trying to to to, to, to figure out who's related to whom and what politics have going on. So much so that I started not caring about anybody anymore. So um, when things come, I just kind of I just started looking at it as in a way of, of a second screen. I was like, oh, that's pretty, and then I just really thinking about, oh, well, what would the the, 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 the creatives do? What else have they done work on? Look at the stitching here. Look at the detail there. So going into it as a visual sense only, where the actual plot or I guess the the story directing, I did not I did not I really did not care for or connect. I even gave it five over ten because. I, you know, I, anybody died, didn't, it, it really didn't matter. It was just a beautiful uh, piece of art with, with no plot. I mean, I can't believe you rated Francophonia more than this, but I, I, I will try not to let this ruin our friendship. 
I mean, I loved youth, and you didn't, and you are saying bad things about youth online. I didn't bring that up here, did I? Because we're professional. So, going back, continuing about Assassin, um, I actually do think it's overhyped. That's the, the, the level of it. Uh, I, again, I, like I mentioned, it is beautifully visually done, and I appreciate uh, everything that, that's involved in it, except for the story and the plot and the characters. I mean, I do wonder if this would be the right first film for people to see if they've never seen uh, how Xiao Xian's films. That would mean necessarily fair. I've seen enough cinema in, in my in, in my years to, uh, to be able to understand. I mean, especially if you want to compare it to something like uh, Cemetery of Splendor, where actually nothing happens and it is a visual sense and the story is kind of lost. That one, I even followed through and I understood and I got really involved. But it's not necessarily seeing enough cinema. I think it's seeing enough with his work just because I do feel he ha- he does have a special style and a, and a special kind of, like, it's his film and, and just the more, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I've not seen enough of his films, but that was enough for me to kind of be aware of uh, oh yeah, you know, but, you know that's the style. That's what to expect. Um, I, don't know, I don't know how far that could be an excuse, but I guess anyway, it it has been it has been appreciated by a lot of people, and it has been unappreciated by a lot of people. At least it's not a film where everyone says, "Oh, it's nice." No, so in that sense, you know, it's 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 something not to, to miss either way. Yes, that's true. And I mean, we saw um, we saw the first screening, which was at Medina Theater. Mm-hmm. The second screening is on the last day of the film festival on Wednesday. Um, it's standby tickets, but even if you haven't bought tickets and you want to see it. Just, I, I would say turn up and give it a try. I definitely would say try to see this we'll on, the, on the big screen. No, don't <laughs> don't watch you. <laughs> All right, moving along, moving along. Okay, the second film we saw uh, last night was The Clan the from Argentina. Clan. I, I the film was finished and I had cramps in my neck and my shoulder. I was so stressed, so stressed. It, it was quite an intense film. I mean, it's based on true. Uh, Humans are horrible. Humans are horrible. It's, yeah, based on true events that happened in the 1980s in Argentina, and it's you know about kidnapping. But you know, I think just basically you know this corrupt state and and you know uh, the layers of corruption and uh, your ev- average everyday man who looks like this kind old man isn't really the kind yeah, the old man. It's, it's it's with that and the layering of it. For me, it wasn't the the drama of the story of the kidnapping or the corruption. It what what really got to me or upset me was was the father family dynamic mm. that really bothered me. The way that the, the he was interacting with, with, with his and kind of bullying them around to, like an egomaniac. And that is what this director, this actor who's apparently known in, uh, in Argentina for his more comedic roles uh, who, who I think played it really well for, for me to have such intense <laughs> hatred towards him and emotional. I think him and the director did a really brilliant job of telling a different kind of story rather than uh, kind of a TV uh, movie type of thing. Yeah, I mean the ending for me again. I won't say, but you know there is it's, it, there is um, kind of it, it is dark, it is violent, and the ending was like oh my god. And I think I'm gonna make a list of films with like ending that made me go oh my god. You know after this festival ends, <laughs> it was like I was like that with Rams as well. So so far a couple of films where there's dr- I mean, really crazy ending. Yeah, I mean it's it's more um, kind of. It's simple for for the rest of the world, I guess. Uh, more, I guess, not this. Let's just be nice about it. Uh, it's 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 uh, more of a popular type of film that can really go around, which is why I guess they, they they keep mentioning the Oscar aspect of it. So it's so it's easy to see, easy to follow, easy to comprehend, and uh, but still a very 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 good uh, thriller of that sort. I, I even gave it an eight, eight out of ten because it was done so well. The acting was brilliant. The music collection of it was brilliant. Yeah, the music was played had another role in the yes. film, right? The the eighties detailing of it. Uh, 
the whole kind of present, re- representation of, of Argentina back in that time. It was beautifully done. Um, so in, in that sense, I think it's definitely something to, to not miss. Although, unfortunately for us, it was only playing um, yesterday uh, and no longer anymore. But I, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find it in all the mainstream uh, VODs or televisions in the future. Yes, um, yeah, I'm sure in the near future. Because, yeah, I think Argentina is nominating this to be submitted as best mm. film, best uh, foreign Pauline. film. Polina. Uh, uh, well, we have yet to see that film, yeah. so we can compare. Argentinian and not mentioned at all with the Oscar. I guess it was too heavy to be that kind of contender. I know, it'll be interesting. I mean, it'll be a good one to yeah. revisit after we watch and then kind of do a comparison and, and express our opinion, not that it matters, on why Argentina is <laughs> nominating a film for <laughs> best foreign uh, uh, Oscar. Anyway, I, I guess that wraps it up mm-hmm. since we only saw two films yesterday. But yeah, come back tomorrow for more, and uh, that's a wrap. Thank you. Goodbye.